Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Welcome to the Profitology Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly O'Neill. Profitpreneurs are rewriting the rules for entrepreneurial business success in how they operate and scale their businesses, make more money, and design their businesses to give them more unplugged time in the process. Each week, join me for insightful and candid interviews with the most brilliant business minds, celebrity influencers, and fellow profitpreneurs who are disrupting the status quo and are going to leave you inspired to rewrite the rules in your own business. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Profitology Podcast. I am thrilled to have you back for yet another episode. Today, we're actually going to be talking all about podcasting on the podcast, which I'm really excited to share with you. But first, I really want to thank all of you for reaching out to me on social media, for leaving those great reviews, and also for just sharing your thoughts with us so that we can bring you the content that you desire for your business growth and scaling. Today is an episode that's really special to me because not only is Jessica a good friend of mine, but I will tell you that there is a way to do a podcast that is profitable and there's a way to do it that is not so profitable. So if you desire to actually create business results with your podcast, and if you desire to do more than just talk to hear yourself talk or talk to just talk to a bunch of people, then this is going to be a great episode for you to listen to as we discuss all about leveraging a team to scale your business and your podcast. So here we go. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you back to the Profitology Podcast. Today, I am so thrilled to have my good friend and uh, podcast expert, Jessica Rhodes of Interview Connections on the call. Jessica is the founder and co-owner of Interview Connections. And what's really interesting about this company and what I love about it and why I wanted to have them on the Profitology Podcast is not just because of their expertise in podcasting, but also very specifically, because you guys know how I love a good positioning story. I love a good blue ocean strategy. And these guys did it. They were the very first podcast booking agency in the market. And these two amazing women have scaled their business so quickly to really seven figures with nearly no direct marketing or ads. Um, And they are on track to just really blow out the market. They're actually behind some of the bookings for powerhouses like my friends, uh, Allie Brown, JJ Virgin, and a bunch of other people that you know, uh, as well as lots of PR agencies actually even hire them for their podcasting um, booking skills. So today I am going to be talking with Miss Jessica about leveraging your team to not only scale your business, but your 
podcast. So Jess, welcome to the call. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I love your podcast and you you just bring together such amazing female entrepreneurs onto the podcast. So I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, it is so my pleasure. And this is a topic, like I said, this is a topic after my own heart. So one of the things that we talk about all the time in the profitology process is the absolute requirement that if you want to work smarter, not harder in your business, that you develop a blue ocean strategy positioning that makes your competition irrelevant. So I'm super curious, like, let's just jump into this, right? Because Mm -hmm. um, for those of you who are not looking at a picture of Jessica, she is a young entrepreneur. And what I love about what these two did was they saw a market need and a hole in the market and they went and filled it. So what made you come up with the idea to start a podcast booking company when it didn't exist? at the time. So I started my business with a goal to be home. I was working full-time at a nonprofit when I was pregnant with my first child. And I really just wanted that lifestyle and that freedom of location and financial freedom ultimately. So my dad was my first client. He's an online entrepreneur and a business coach. And he really showed me how to get started as a virtual assistant. And one of the first things that he had me do for him was book him for interviews on podcasts. And I really just honed that skill and really made that my specialty because I wanted to scale and grow my business. And, you know, creating a team around me is like the biggest key for getting interview connections to become a seven figure company. And so um, that's, you know, I went from being a podcast booking agent myself to really overseeing a pretty large team and, and really just getting that being a specialty, you know, really specializing in something um, is another really important key to our success. It is so important for all of you listening out there. I mean, position Positioning is really, and again, this is one of the reasons I wanted them on the show is because if you are not standing out in this completely oversaturated marketplace, if you have not found that unique marketing niche and serving a unique need, you are going to be in for a really hard uphill battle, especially if you are utilizing online marketing tactics to build your business. Because if you sound like everyone else, if you're doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, if you're not standing out, you are invisible. And I loved that these ladies saw this need in the marketplace and then went, you know what? No one's doing this. That's exactly what people need to be doing in their businesses. Yeah. And one of the very careful things that we've taken to heart over the years is not to chase like shiny objects. I mean, over the years, people have said, well, can you book me for speaking engagements or can you get me advertisers on my podcast? And it would be really easy to say, wow, this one person wants me to do this. Why don't we create a revenue stream here? Why don't we, you know, create this other aspect to our business? But we have stayed really niched down and really focused in being a podcast booking agent. And that has really allowed us to be the best podcast booking agent because we haven't diluted our service and watered it down and spread our employees too thin um, with all of these different services. And that's also allowed us to speak very clearly to our target market, to those high-end, high six and seven-figure entrepreneurs that really come to us for that specialty. And I just think that's so important because a lot of people along the way They want to do like this and this and this, and they keep just kind of responding to people's needs. Um, But we've really said no, because we want to say yes to being the best booking agency. You guys, that is a writer downer right there. You have to say no in order to say yes. And that is, it is so true because, you know, Jessica, I know you've heard me talk about this before Mm -hmm. that like one of the fastest ways to dilute your credibility is to try to become the jack of all trades, a master of none. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It really turns you into a commodity in the market. So they've really done the most brilliant job 
as not only positioning themselves as the first, but the best podcast booking agency in the market due to their specialty. And because of that, they've been able to get their clients really phenomenal results. So let's talk about this for a little bit, because there's probably some people listening to this that are like, that have a podcast. There's probably people thinking like, well, should I be being interviewed on podcasts? Mm -hmm. So what types of entrepreneurs should be leveraging podcast interviews? So we specialize in working with, and and I say that because this is who we recommend really leverage podcasting, is number one, online businesses, online entrepreneurs, because with podcasting, it's very challenging to target podcasts just based on a local geographic area, because people can listen to, download a podcast all over the world, all over the country. Um, So it's really best leveraged by entrepreneurs who can work with clients virtually all over the world, all over the country. So that's number one. And clients who have a high lifetime value, um, or, you know, entrepreneurs whose clients have a high lifetime value, because if you convert one client from a podcast, that often makes the podcast well worth it. So because podcasts have smaller audiences than a more traditional media outlet, you are going to be, you know, speaking to less people. So it's important that you're getting in front of the right audiences and converting the right people. So, um, you know, service-based entrepreneurs like agencies are really great coaches and consultants, speakers, because, you know, you convert one contact from a podcast interview into a speaking opportunity, then that leads to more opportunities after that. Um, so yeah, service-based businesses, real estate investors are really great because again, they find one deal or one investor, it makes the whole thing worth it. And here's the thing that I also want her to hear is, and Jess, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story. I had a client that came to me that I was, I was fixing their business strategy because they had been to a seminar and then got a little off track and got a little bit of the shiny bright objects. Yeah. And this person was running a local, a local business, a local small service business that Mm -hmm. was not scalable. And she came to me and she said, well, I don't know what's going on. They told me I need to do a podcast. They told Mm -hmm. me I need to write a book. They told me I need to, you know, be doing social media and building my followers. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you do mobile dental whitening. (laughs) This is not a good strategy for you. Yeah, it's so true. And I just had a call yesterday with a person who has a B2C product. And while you will hear guests on podcasts with a B2C product, we have not seen that podcast interviews or hosting a podcast is the best way for getting sales of a pretty low cost product because people, they typically will need your product at a certain time in their life for a certain reason. And unless you hit them at right that exact time with that interview, it's not likely to result in enough sales for the strategy to be worth it. So there's other strategies that are good for those kinds of businesses. Yep. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that any of those types of individuals, you know, if you have expertise, you've got something to talk about. Yeah. Right. It's all just about really being able to position yourself to be able to make it newsworthy so that someone wants to have you on their show. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a strategy and this kind of, you know, ties into what we've been talking about already. But podcasting is a strategy where you are investing time and delivering free and valuable content and information without an expectation of getting something immediately in return. You invest in Facebook ads because you want to get those clicks and get those sales right away. With podcasting, it's more of a long-term investment into your overall brand awareness and exposure, relationships. Relationships take time to develop and for you to get something out of them. It's not like just meet someone and immediately they become your client. I mean, it's great when that happens, but 
it is a long-term strategy. So you you talk about this idea, which I love, and you you may not know, actually, some, some of you listeners may not know that previously when I did, uh, I used to be a publicist in the traditional media. This was like, before, you guys, seriously, this, I'm going to age myself. It was like way before social media even. Like we didn't, <laughs> we didn't do social media marketing when I was a publicist. Yeah. We printed out press releases, old school <laughs> style. Um, but one of the things I love that I've heard you talk about, Jessica, is a podcast tour. So yeah. tell everyone what a podcast tour is and when a good time to utilize and, and book a podcast tour. Yeah. So a lot of authors are talking now about how podcast interviews are producing greater results for them in their book launch than traditional media. And I think that there's a place for all the different forms of publicity in addition to podcasts, but they are really moving the needle for authors so much more than other forms of media. And the reason is you're talking to really engaged listeners and really targeted audiences um, that are listening to a host that they know, like, and trust who's then bringing you on. The the thing about podcasting is, is these shows are pre-recorded in advance. And so you really need to start your podcast tour, you know, six months before you have a launch. I would say four months at a minimum. You need time to really lay a strong foundation for your tour, figuring out what your interview topics and questions are going to be, um, identifying the right kinds of shows to pitch pitching those shows. I mean, a lot of podcasters are getting a ton of pitches, so they're filtering them into one folder and then they respond to all their pitches like once a week or once a month. So for you to get on their calendar and get a booking, it's going to take probably several weeks for you to actually hear a response. And then you have to get on their calendar. And then after you record a show, it's likely going to be in their Dropbox folder for several weeks, sometimes several months before it's ready to release because they have so many recordings already done. So they're ahead of schedule. So you have to kind of just think about and, and understand the behind the scenes of producing a podcast. And that's why if you want to leverage podcast interviews for a time sensitive launch, you want to plan ahead way in advance um, to make sure that the timing of those episode releases is in line with your launch. And this is also why I say, you know, you know, Jessica, you've seen the Profitology podcast that mm -hmm. that this falls in the wheel in marketing. Podcasting is a brilliant strategy. We use the obviously we use it. You use mm -hmm. it. Um, all of our all of our peers that are thought leaders in their industry, we are we've all got podcast rocking at this point. Yeah. And and there's there is because it's it helps us get our messages out. It helps us get you know, our, our voices out and even being, you know, the, not only just having your own, but then being on all of these other people's mm -hmm. podcasts is such a brilliant strategy, but, but to your point, it's not a short-term strategy. Yeah. So if you are an entrepreneur who happens to be listening to this, that's more in the cash infusion stage of your business, yeah, you, th that is not, you you have different fish to fry at this point. Like, you know, you have different fish to fry. This is this is all about building brand awareness. Like like Jess said, it's the long term game. So um I'm I'm interested in what ways do you see people, what are the creative ways? that you see people using podcast interviews to increase their revenue and generate more leads. So this is all about prospecting for the right kinds of shows to appear on and specifically looking for shows hosted by business owners and entrepreneurs that you either want to do business with or 
hosted by podcasters and entrepreneurs that are targeting the same kind of client that you're targeting, because it's those connections that lead to the greatest results in terms of actual leads generated, referrals generated, and actual clients closed. Um, And so the strategy that we really implement with myself (laughs) when I'm going on podcasts and with our clients is we really look at who the host is because they are really the key. They are your access point to their audience and to their community and to their following. Um, So really looking at who that host is and going on shows hosted by people you want to connect with, targeting people that you want to connect with. Getting out of the mindset of bigger is better. In podcasting, bigger is not always better. Bigger shows can lead to greater credibility, but they don't always move the needle in terms of actual revenue generated um, from those podcasts. Also having a really clear message um, and a really clear call to action is going to help listeners know what you want them to do. Um, So really giving people one clear thing to do at the end of the show. For a lot of clients of mine, that's sending them to a specific landing page with a lead magnet. Our client, Eric Brotman, I just did a podcast interview on our show about that. He added thousands of people to his email list just by making the change before he was sending people to his financial planning website. And now he's sending people to a landing page with one lead magnet, and then it's getting people onto his email list. Um, You know, I send people right to our website, and that has been really effective with people reaching out and just kind of inquiring more about how we can help them and how podcasting works and stuff like that. So um, it's and it's really just like being committed to the strategy long term, because like we've talked about, podcasting is not a quick fix to a cash flow crunch. It's really about building overall brand awareness. Um, and then the last thing I'll mention here is the power of SEO. Search engine optimization is a hugely powerful with online entrepreneurs, um, especially with really saturated marketplaces. So if you are getting interviewed on a lot of podcasts that are on that have websites with a high domain authority, you're getting backlinks to your website on their show notes page. That's great for your SEO. And it's also going to have more um, search results. So when people are Googling you or Googling for what you do, not only will they find your website, but they'll find your interviews on all of these other podcasts, which is immediate social proof. I love it. I love it. And if you guys actually want more information about this, Jess and I did a very cool interview about setting yourself up well strategically to get booked in our profitable podcast program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, that was a great interview. Everyone should check that, was that a, out. That was an awesome interview. So let's talk about how to do this, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm a big believer. People that are listening now that you either know is podcasting the right strategy for you or not, right? Is it the right mm-hmm. tactic for you? Is it the right way for you to go in your business? So let's just say they're like, yep, I clearly need to start booking myself. What do you got for us, Jess? All right. So this kind of circles back to what we kind of started out talking about with a team. So podcasting can be very overwhelming. People don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. They think this seems easy enough. I'll just do it myself. And really creating some very clear systems for your podcasting strategy and identifying clear tasks and roles for people to complete those tasks and get everything done for you. Because ultimately, as a successful seven-figure entrepreneur, you should not be doing all of the behind-the-scenes tasks of your podcasting efforts, both hosting a show and getting interviewed on shows. You should be delegating everything out except for the time that you're actually on the microphone and delivering content and building relationships with your guests and hosts, depending on if you're a host or a guest. Um, So really creating a clear system. So, I mean, number one, you can go to some really great agencies. So based on what you're looking for. So if you're hosting a show, go to some of the top podcast production agencies that can help you with that. We can help you with podcast booking. And I really want to emphasize that in this industry, it's important not to price shop because everyone is just kind of 
claiming themselves as an expert because it seems like a really easy like industry to get into. And there are, you know, for example, let's just talk about the editing side of things. If you're starting a podcast, there's a million podcast producers. Look for those podcast production company where the founder has a background in broadcast media, radio, stuff like that. They're going to bring a level of expertise that somebody who just learned how to use GarageBand a year ago cannot bring to you. Um, So really look for people that specialize in what they do and can bring you a high level of service. Um, And I think that's so important because you and I both talked about the importance of not being a jack or jill of all trades. So you don't want to sign up with a company that is like going to do everything for you. And we really experienced that because years ago we, we were offering scheduling as well as guest booking, as well as creating graphics. And again, it, it watered down the service and we realized we were the best agency for booking interviews and an executive assistant was super good for scheduling and stuff like that. And so you want to bring on specific agencies and team members to do the tasks that need to get done. So everything is a well oiled machine. Let's dive a little bit deeper into that. And and before we do, I, I want to say something in regards to this, because some of you are probably thinking on that are listening to this, well, I could probably just do this myself. Here's the rub, right? And this is this is what I know from working in media previously. People didn't necessarily, when they hired me to pitch them for media, when I was in the corporate world and when I was, you know, I would get hired to help pitch companies so that they could get higher valuations or go public or, or get funding. And I remember like a specific time I had a client call me and they said, you know, look, we're, we're out for, you know, a new series around of funding and we need to have a hit either in the wall street journal or the New York times. And I'm like, great. And they came to me and you guys, they weren't booking me because I was some amazing publicist, although I was, but that's not why they were booking me. They were booking me because I had the connections, right? The reason to hire an agency like Interview Connections, could you probably do some of this stuff yourself? Probably. But guess what? They have the connections and the relationships that we don't have. Yeah. And it's that ability, their expertise and their relationships is what makes this such a no brainer. Yeah. And the podcasting industry is so um, social. (laughs) Like there's a lot of relationships. There's a lot of podcasting like groups where podcasters are really working together on things. And so it's kind of an interesting industry to get into. Um, So when you like, let's just, I know a lot of people just have their assistant pitching podcasts for them, which you know, can be great. But then that assistant is like, I don't know how to find the right emails. I don't know these podcasters. And there's podcasters that say like, we know interview connections, we know the clients they work with. So we listen to them. So it really, really does help to work with an agency like ours who has that experience um, and, and has that specialty too, because this occurs to a lot of people as a really easy job. Like, oh, I'll just give my assistant this job. But without the proper training and connections, um, you know, your team members might be spinning their wheels. Same thing with like editing, th- same thing with scheduling and the marketing stuff. You really want to make sure you have a team um, and different people on your team, whether that's vendors or in-house team members who are trained and specialize in these different uh, you know, tasks that they're, that they're doing for you. So say for someone that is listening to this, what kind of team members do you specifically recommend? So if they wanted to utilize the podcasting interview strategy, mm-hmm. so obviously hiring a podcast booking agency. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know who who I recommend. Yeah. And even before that, Kelly, and this is something that we got clear on, you know, with, will you really um, help articulate this very well is getting really clear on your messaging because 
even if you are a seven or eight figure entrepreneur, you might, I know I speak to a lot of very successful entrepreneurs who need a little bit of help with their branding and messaging because they've built up so successfully on referrals alone and haven't had to do a lot of outbound marketing. So I would say even first, before you come to a booking agency, um, getting really clear on what your message is. And we do help with that a little bit, but we really work with entrepreneurs who are very clear on who their target audience is and what their message is. Um, so that is sort of like a preliminary thing to consider if you're not sure what your message is, working with an expert in branding and um, someone that can coach you with that can can really just help you start and, and leverage the strategy more effectively than kind of figuring it out as you go. And that's what we teach in the profitology process. So so yeah. obviously, you, I mean, you know, I, I actually do positioning and branding and messaging. And there you go. Well, I know it's teeing you up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, girl. Thanks. I appreciate that. It really is true. It's like the business strategy and the positioning comes first, the branding and then the marketing. Yeah. So you want to make sure that that it's not just that your podcast message is clear, but ultimately that your entire business model is clear so you can most effectively utilize the podcasting strategy to generate profit results in your business. Yeah. The more clear your message is, the more listeners will just say, yes, I need you because you are so clear with what you do. <laughs> and I would also think that would help you book them more onto the right shows where it's, you know, mm -hmm. if they, if you, yeah. if they know things like, Hey, look, what I really want to leverage with this is I, you know, I want to get more clients that are ideally targeted for this service mm -hmm. at this price point, And yeah. this is what they look like. Then that's going to give you a lot of information for you to go out and book the right shows for them. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And then, so that, yeah, I just wanted to make sure people got that, you know, before you even dive into this, know what your message is, know what your brand is all about. Um, definitely work with a booking agency, work with us to actually find to get booked on the right shows. And then I would really recommend having a good assistant. Um, I'm sure most people listening have some sort of team member or assistant who just does those administrative tasks in your business to keep you organized. Because once we connect our clients for an interview, you want to then they our clients then schedule the recording and the clients, our clients who have an assistant are happiest because they have somebody in their team who literally has access to their whole calendar, can find the dates and times um, of the recordings, can deal with any, you know, any anything that the host needs. And we did an episode of our podcast about how to keep your podcast bookings organized, where we actually gave away a template of like organizing your interviews. So it's a spreadsheet template. So you can get that on our um, podcast. So that's a good one to check out just to keep it organized. You can literally hand that episode to your assistant and say, Hey, here's how to keep my bookings organized. So, um, that's really big. And I mean, really like if you are just going interviewed on getting interviewed on podcasts, that's as simple as your team needs to be. Okay, perfect. And you guys will make sure that we connect that link to that podcast in our show notes at profitologypodcast.com so that you can link directly to that show and you should be subscribing to these ladies podcast because it is a phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. Any other final tips that you want to give to people? This episode was really well-rounded. So I feel like everyone probably was quickly taking notes, but really this just as a final kind of words of wisdom. Um, I would say go into podcasting, like I said before, with a goal to give a ton of value. This is a relationship building strategy. Um, mm -hmm. And so go into it with that kind of giving mindset, that serve first mindset, and you will get a ton out of it. The other thing I want to say on that too, Jess, because I think this is really important is you guys, when you're, when your podcast episodes come out, 
promote yes. them. Yes. I was just going to say that. I was like, Oh, that's the last thing. Make sure you promote it because, um, and you mentioned that, you know, Allie, Allie Brown, our, um, coach and one of our clients, she, um, we've been booking her for interviews and actually somebody I was emailing with was like, Hey, you guys have been doing a great job. Like I see her everywhere. People really take notice yes. when you're getting interviewed and when you're promoting them, people see, they're like, wow, like she's really getting out there. That's awesome. So definitely promote your interviews because people don't know that you're getting interviewed if you don't tell them. <laughs> and I will tell you that that is the, when you start promoting, you know, that you're, whether it be speaking engagements, whether it be, Hey, I'm being interviewed mm -hmm. on this podcast. When you start promoting that, you will start getting book book on more shows because yeah. people are gonna be like, Oh, well, if she's on her podcast, like yeah. I want to try to get her on mine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You'll start getting incoming requests. I love it. I love it. Jessica, thank you so much. You guys, if you want to check out Jessica's work, if you want to learn about having Interview Connections book your podcast for you, you can run over to their website at interviewconnections.com. And like I said, what we'll do there is we will make sure that we've got on the show notes page all of the juicy tidbits, the links for you to be able to connect with these guys, and also the link to subscribe to their podcast. Jessica, thanks so much for being here today. I totally appreciate all of your advice, your tips, and your expertise about how to leverage the power of podcasting through building your team. Thanks, Kelly. All right, everyone. Until next time, have a fabulous day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Profitology Podcast. If you did, please share this show with someone that you know and help spread the word to your followers on social media. This is how we reach more entrepreneurs just like you around the world. Also, I'd like to continue the conversation with you about all things Profitology. So please join me and your fellow Profitpreneurs in our free Facebook group. You can find us at ProfitpreneurCircle.com. I frequently go live in our community to share tips, trainings, and innovative profit acceleration strategies, as well as resources that can help you accelerate your results in your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.